Last time on Cursebreaker. The journey to Hogwild began with a troubled trail of cursed items. We stopped at a trading post to ask for directions and wound up helping them deal with a couple cursed items purchased from Joe's crap shack. <laughs> Later on, while washing Bidet in a shallow stream, we met a party of adventurers who used to run with Emery. Though, the Emery they talked about sounds very different from the one we know. Just last night, Master Snack survived a brief assassination attempt sent by Joe. That must mean we're getting close. Things are about to get hog-wild. Can you set the scene for us? <laughs> That's what Jeannie did. Yeah. Well, I don't know exactly where we are right now, though. My character. Um, you had just let a criminal go after uh, he had stabbed Snack in a failed assassination attempt. Uh, Jeannie was called out to remove a paralytic toxin that was moving through Snack and the assailant. Um, you guys saved his life, uh, made sure that he would someday start a dog grooming service called uh, A New Leash on Life. Mm. <laughs> um, God, we're good. And sent him on his way. Uh, it is the next day. It is bright and sunny and clear and pleasant. And your wagon is rolling along on a dirt trail not far from Hogwild when uh, you hear a uh, sort of um, howling laughter in the distance. Uh, just like a... <laughs> That's a monkey sound. Yeah. That's what you hear. Uh, is Carl here? Yes, Carl is uh, jauntily pulling the wagon along. He's big on arm pumping. He just kind of pumps his arms while he treks forward. <laughs> it's like an old lady walking around the lake. Exactly. He's power walking. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, how much farther is it? Holly says that she's holding the reins, just sitting, even though there are no, there's no reason for reins at yeah. all. <laughs> They're just like tied nicely to him. There's no like pulling yeah. on them no, or yeah. they don't do anything. <laughs> This won't be long now. Um, maybe 20 minutes. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Guys, uh, I, I, uh, maybe you guys should just go ahead. I'm, I'll just stay here. No, Uli, this is your family. Shouldn't you be excited to see them? Yeah, you'd think, you'd think that, right? Everyone we have met so far has been delightful. I mean, I wouldn't go quite as far as delightful, but they've been fine. They, yeah. They all tried their very best to help us. Uh, where is everybody right now? I kind of imagined Holly sitting up on the wagon, like bench on the front with the reins and maybe Tibio next to her. And then maybe Uli just sitting in the wagon right behind us. I'm like, sitting like legs out the back and just like head, head in hands, <laughs> kind of freaking out. Nice. Yeah, I'm in the wagon. Snack is behind uh, Bidet. Walking? Yes. Okay. Mm. Is Bidet not for riding? No. Oh, okay. You think he could support? I should literally stop referring anything. to it as a steed. Is bidet for anything? <laughs> he does. Well, snack does ride him at times, but sure. Uli, I sympathize with your fear of your family. I do not want to meet mine again. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Like we could talk about that. No, I, I think it'd be best if I tell your family you have died if you do not want to see them. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Just snack. give me a lock of your hair, and I'll just <sighs> yes. I'm I'm really starting to consider that. It's it's you've all met them individually, but when we all get together, it's a lot. Is there anything else we should know about before we get there? Uh well, um I kind of ran away from home and didn't tell anyone where I was going. Well, we all do that. <laughs> <laughs> do do we? Um, you know, what I guess it might help us a little bit if we know what made you run away, if you don't mind sharing. Um, my family are, were all really strong, big type. Um, my parents really stressed the importance of being strong and making your own way in the world. And then I was born with magic. Hmm. And and you're so strong with magic. Yeah, I wasn't always strong with did, magic. Did your mom say, 
I will only keep three of you. <laughs> fight, fight to the death. Uh, no. I see. No. Uh, Snack, did your mother say that? Uh, we are going to meet Uli's parents, not mine. <laughs> well, you never know. Well, uh. So they all, they all just like really value each other and how they made their own ways and had to work really hard at it. And then I didn't, and and uh, I decided to leave. Well, whoever thinks magic is the easy way out is a fool, because they have no idea how difficult magic can be to handle and how much study and time it takes to make your magic do what you want. Like, you know what I mean? They just don't understand, probably. But um, Magic is just another tool. It is not something to be ashamed of. Uli, I'm sure your parents will be happy to see you. And once we tell them of everything you've gone through and everything you've accomplished since you saw them last, I think they'll come around. Yeah, you're a hero. And if not, we'll just leave town again. You you would leave for me? Of course. If I wanted. Of course, Uli, we'd do anything for you, says Carl. Uh, th- thanks, Carl. I haven't known you very long, but it, it means a lot. Um, while this conversation is happening, um, Holly just remembers all of a sudden because they're talking to Carl about her other bean and she pulls out, um, Sal and just sets Sal on the edge, the seat of the wagon with her and just keeps petting him so he can just watch and listen and be out more. She's trying to remember mm. to take him out more. Sure. Yeah. He's, uh, he's very much alive, but he's just being quiet and purring and enjoying the ride. What was that laughing noise? Did anyone else hear that? Oh yeah. I heard it too. It's kind of creepy i assumed it was a bird i just thought we were close to Hogwild. everybody make a perception check i got a nat one 13 i got a stinky icky 20 <laughs> 22 eight all right so uh 20 and 22 probably you both notice um there is a raven not far from your wagon that seems to be kind of flying from tree to tree um in addition to that, when listening closely and looking out, you hear again this kind of weird, wicked laughing noise coming from a good distance behind you guys in the woods. This <laughs> Tibio, don't uh, tell Snack, but you see those ravens around? Uh, yes, it might be for me. I can check. Um, also, I'm going to check to see if there is any dark magic incoming. I'll be right back. And I'd like to do a perception check for curses and dark magic. 16. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you don't don't sense anything in your immediate area. Okay. What do you mean those ravens are for you? Uh, It is uh, just messages from home. Oh. Uh, Just don't worry about it. And uh, I walk up to the raven and I say, "Uh, Bonjour. Uh, it actually doesn't respond, but it, like, changes eyes. It flips to the other side of its head and stares you down. Uh, hello? It trills once, and then you hear it say, Tibio, your time draws near. I thought I had more time. You said I had more time. It flips to the other eye again and says, You have some time! Okay, I will... I will hurry. I... I think once I make sure my companions are safe, I will, uh, I will come home. It, uh, it lags behind and lets the wagon, like, roll ahead, uh, but it doesn't leave your presence. It still kind of keeps up with the wagon. Hey, uh, I don't want to pry, Tibio, but, um, what was that all about? Um, well, I might as well tell you all now. I am supposed to go home. I was not supposed to spend so long searching for bones. I took more time than I needed. Too much time on the bone springing? <laughs> yes, and now I am receiving messages from home telling me to return. Uh, it, it, it is not important. It is a family matter, but at some point I will need to go. Oh, well, uh, maybe we can go with you once we're done here in Hogwild. Would you really? I would love to experience someone else's family drama. Oh, I would, I would love that if you would all come with me. You do not have to. It is, I understand it is not glamorous like Tildry, and it is not uh, exciting like Hogwild, but I, I think it will be... I, I would like to have you there. I'd love to come. I, for one, can't wait to meet the rest of the femurs. 
Oh, okay. Well, I guess it is not such bad news then. Were you just sad because you had to say goodbye to us? Well, of course. You are my friends, and this has been the greatest adventure of my life. Aw, <laughs> Tibbs. And Holly uh, kind of reaches a hand out to uh, Tibio and just gives him a little squeeze. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're best friends now. You can't get rid of us. Good, good. Très bon. Très bon. All right. All right. Are we there yet? Carl, are we there yet? Um, I was looking for something good to interrupt, but uh, you hear much closer now. <laughs> Go. Okay, I and, heard uh, it that time. Uh, you can also hear the light padding of feet uh, around the corner behind you all. Something is coming. Snack, what is it? Uh, I don't know. I'll turn around and look. <laughs> yeah, and I'll right. try looking. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do an eyeball check? <laughs> uh, so you all turn down and uh, look down this tunnel of trees behind you on the dirt path, and there's a moment of, of silence. And then you see, peeling around the corner, almost losing its footing, are uh, four wargs. On the back of them are riding uh, gnolls. Uh, they are these hunchbacked, uh, bipedal, hyena-like creatures that are wearing uh, sort of leather armor, uh, some metal implements. One of them, much larger than the others, has a flail uh, at its side. The others have clubs uh, at their side that they are um, brandishing and taking off of their saddles that they have on these wargs. Uh, it looks like they're preparing to uh, engage with your wagon. I yelp, and then I throw my mirror ball. Nice. <laughs> Holly, that um, as that's happening, Holly s- steers, pulls Carl around to turn the wagon sideways in the road mm. um, just to try to, like, stop him. Carl! Ah! And uh, pulls it. Pulls it up. He says, and- what's up? And uh, uh, as you pull back in the reins, he goes, ah! And he, like, turns sideways, and the wagon goes, like, skidding out in fishtails and goes completely horizontal, totally blocking off the Panama Canal here. And you've got <laughs> the knolls coming up from behind you, uh, so now they've got sort of a dead end. And then Carl poofs out of existence. Does. Yeah, <laughs> Carl's not a fighter. He disappears. Uh, ready for a fight, I crack my knuckles and cast True Strike on the first one I can see. Okay. So each of you gets one action to kind of prepare, and then we can roll initiative. Um, Holly casts Armor of Agath- Agathes. Snack will cast a barrel uh, image on top of uh, Bidet. So <laughs> okay. it appears Excellent. a barrel is there. Bring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my armor um, is a protective magical force that surrounds me, manifesting a, as a spectral frost. I gain five temporary hit points. Uh, Bert? Uh, I'm going to cast Magic Stone and enchant some quills. Okay. Uh, let's have you all roll initiative also. Hey. Holy moly. Oh. Let's start with Holly. Um, 10. Bert? 21. 19. Uh, snack? <clears throat> 16. 17. So four gnolls? Yes. On wargs? Yes. All right. Uh, to start us off is uh, Bert. They are still a good distance away. Uh, let's go ahead and do our um, your little prepared action here as combat begins, but we'll do it in order. So, Bert, your quills. Yeah, I guess I'm blasting them. Is Magic Stone a spell? like a Yeah, action? it's a cantrip. Okay. And it's a bonus action to enchant them and then an oh, action great. to... Okay, go ahead. Not great. Uh, 15 hit. Uh, it depends who you're going after, actually. Are you going after the large one or one of the smaller ones? Uh, whoever is in front. Uh, you still have the option of large or small. They're coming up on the left and right of you. Mm-hmm. I'll just shoot the first one on the left. Okay. Uh, then a 15 would hit. Yay! Okay. I chose what? Was that a large or a small one? Small. Okay. 12 damage. So you uh, kind of look out the back door of the uh, caravan that you're riding in. Uli is sitting at the back and just kind of over her shoulder uh, you toss a brilliant quill and uh, Uli, you can see some effervescent sparks uh, fading off of it as it launches towards the thing and it uh, nails one of the knolls right in the neck. (laughs) Bert, you were right behind me? Yes. I fist bump you. Yeah. (laughs) I reach up really high and fist bump you. Nice one. Uh, yeah, that... Uh, I had to jump a little bit. <laughs> the knoll is almost knocked off of its warg, actually. Uh, it's kind of uh, reeling from that attack. Uh, next up is Tibio. Hell yeah, I throw my mirror ball. 
Yeah. Okay. For the first time. Yeah. And I have to roll to hit? Yes. Oh, it's going to fail, though. It's going to. It's going to. I got a seven. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> what do I add to it? Four? Uh, range attacks of dexterity and proficiency. Twelve. Does not hit. I told you. Uh, so, yeah, it just kind of um, goes stray of one of the smaller ones and just does a big kind of figure eight loop and uh, whips back towards you, Tibio. Do I still have a bonus action? Yes. Fuck yeah. I'm going to Misty Step behind them. Oh. Mr. Step. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Mrs. Step? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the knoll that was hit with a quill uh, comes charging up, uh, gains a little bit of speed. Um, it is Uli's turn. Okay. Um, so he's like within melee range yep. then. Cool. Um, is there anything in the cart? Um, there's like your supplies and like rations and Something gear. I could bludgeon with? Uh, there's like, a, like an iron implement that's used for like a campfire kettle. Just like an iron stick. Okay, I grab it. Yep. And improvise weapon attack. Okay. And because I have true strike, I have advantage. 22. That hits. Seven bonk damage. <laughs> and you just reach behind you, grab the first thing you can feel. It's this iron rod, and you smash him on the head. And uh, he just looks at you with this kind of like concussed look, and he actually drops his club onto the road. Could I meta magic, quicken spell, a bonus action? I think so. Okay. Fits within the rules, yeah. Yeah. I am going to shock and grasp through mm-hmm. it, if you'll allow that. Yeah. And I would like to do that at a second level. That's five five of that. Okay. Um, yeah, after you, uh, you kind of, like, contact him with this iron rod, and then it's still, like, lingering around him, and then you, like, press it into him and send electricity up through it and shock and grasp him through the rod. Actually, I don't know if I do that, because I have to make a, a, st- a spell attack. Sorry. Um, 17. Boom. Uh, next up is Snack. Uh, is the one that Bert shot dead? No. Snack will kill the one Bert shot. Okay. <laughs> with his quill. Tag team. 26. What are you doing to it? Uh, Eldritch Blast. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, first one, we got 18 damage. Okay. Uh, so after that, um, you hit the knoll with your Eldritch Blast, and it just explodes in these like purple and orange effervescent sparks. I've used effervescent twice today. That is the last one. Um, and uh, just goes sailing off of its warg. The warg immediately doubles back and just starts sniffing around the knoll on the ground and realizes it's dead, and then it just becomes kind of aimless. Oh, no. Uh, instead of my second Eldritch Blast, I'll go talk to the warg. Mm-hmm. Help us murder your allies, or I will flay you slowly. Oh, my God. Make an intimidation check. Right. Damn. He's talking in animal speak, right? So yeah. we can't understand. It's going, oh. Intimidation. <laughs> Twelve. The warg looks back at you and says, you get better results with honey than vinegar, and runs off into the woods. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, the large knoll uh, riding the larger warg uh, rides ahead. It is going to make an acrobatics check, I believe. That went poorly. Um, <laughs> so did not stick the landing. This this knoll was trying to jump your caravan to get on the other side of it, uh, but it did not make it. Um, the warg smashes into the caravan, and the knoll goes sailing over it. <laughs> Damn. And uh, rolls in the dirt on the other side. Uh, the one behind it uh, runs off into the woods to circumvent the dead end that you guys have made. Uh, and they both try to run ahead, leaving the one uh, small knoll and a warg behind. So they're all trying to get on the other side? Those two were, yeah. Uh, next up is Holly. Um, how far away are they in front of the wagon? Uh, one of them is on the ground, maybe uh, 10 feet on the other side. The other one is more like 30 feet away on the other side. Spend its whole turn running away. Perfect. Um, Holly is going to um, stand up on the seat, and she is going to cast Erupting Earth hmm. um, ahead of the wagon where the big guy went with the little guy. And it's a 20-foot cube, so I want to cast it far enough away where it'll erupt just on them and not impact us. I don't think he'd be able to hit both, though. Okay. I want to hit the big one. 
Okay, so that's the one closer to the wagon then. Each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. All right, uh, that is a two for a dex save. That loses. <laughs> yes, it does. Okay, it's going to take 3d12 bludgeoning damage. That's a lot. Yeah. 16. I didn't roll very good. Um, so the ground erupts um, into difficult terrain until cleared away. Mm, yeah. Um, so I just kind of screwed us over for Carl getting acro- <laughs> our wagon across. Yeah, that's why I was grimacing when you said that's what you were casting. So the earth erupts directly beneath this guy, and uh, you see him lifted into the air. The people on the other side of the caravan can actually see him being like thrown into the air and then hit the earth again. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but it's still alive. Uh, next so- up is uh, Bert again. Okay. I will attack the one that's still on our, my side of his wagon. And that attack will be Guiding Bolt, I guess. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Dirty 20. Nice. Yeah, nails him. All right. 12, huh? 12? 12 damage. Yeah. All right. Um, your Guiding Bolt slams into them, and uh, you're used to seeing this creating sort of a glowing halo around them when it hits. Uh, this one impacted so hard that it just starts on fire, a radiant flame, Damn. and uh, it rolls to the ground and stops moving. Oh. Uh, there is uh, one boss knoll that is prone and one that is 30 feet away trying to escape. It is Tib's turn. My turn. I am going to attack the furthest away one. I did Misty Step far away, but I also have Spell Sniper as a feat, so my spell attack rolls double range. Nice. It's a little bit of a flex. I don't think you're out of range of anything. Just saying, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Just in case I'm more than 60 feet away. Does that should be fine. fucking matter? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to, yeah, cast Ray of Sickness. 17. That hits. You Dope. sniped him. I sniped him. This guy takes 2d8 poison damage and must make a con save. So he's taken 9 poison damage and is poisoned until the end of my next turn. Uh, but continues to ride away nonetheless. Uh, it is the turn of the gnolls, which are dead. Next is Uli. There's one still running. Yep. And one boss in the ground. Um, that gnoll keeps running. Yeah, that keeps running. <laughs> How far away is it? Uh, 30 feet from the caravan. Yeah. And how close is it to the boss? Wait, that's... So, sorry, the boss is 10 feet from the caravan. The other one is 30 feet from the caravan. So, okay. Um... Okay, I'm going to cast a fireball. Please. I'm going to cast a fireball directly into the hole in the ground. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that guy's having a bad day. All right. Uh, it will make a dex save with disadvantage. Got a four and a five. Crispy knoll. <laughs> 28. Damn. Damn. Bitch. What? <laughs> Damage. Mm-hmm. 20 damn. <laughs> I, I misheard you and I thought you said bitch. <laughs> Snack is just like, stay down, bitch. <laughs> Whoa. I was going to kill that guy. <laughs> um, okay, so erupting earth goes off and like there's this huge spray of like dirt and, and rocks and then you see the knoll fall back into this pit and then Uli throws a fireball into the pit and you see the knoll like bounce out again, just like crispy and fall back into the pit. And then even after that, you hear this like... Ooh. How is he Jesus. still alive? <laughs> um, it is Snack's turn. Mm, I will approach him, the one that was fireballed. Yeah. Uh, does he look bloodied? Char- oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Charbroiled. Okay. I will cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. It uh, looks up at you and, like, grabs its flail and, uh, it, like, stands on, like, one foot getting ready to stand up. Go ahead. Hmm. Time to die. 25. Okay. <laughs> uh, 15 damage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you want to do this? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's technically a boss of some sort. I want to shoot the... He said he has a morning star. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, one of those like chain flail things. Oh, yeah. the flails. Yep. I'm gonna use both Eldritch Blast to shoot the flails mm-hmm. to ricochet into his face. So it's just like <laughs> just oh too stuck God. to his head, and then he collapses to the ground. Okay. Uh, yeah, that uh, that knoll is dealt with, uh, laying in a pile of smoldering dirt. After snack, it is the other uh, knoll's turn. Uh, it is going to um, use all of its wargs action to uh, get away as quickly as it can from your group. Um, it is now uh, 120 feet away. Uh, Holly. So is it running toward town? Yes. Holly's a little annoyed that she didn't get him with her erupting earth last mm-hmm. time. So she is going to cast Ice Storm, mm-hmm. which is a new fourth level spell. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and its range is 300 feet. Damn. A hail of rock hard ice pounds into the ground in a 20 foot radius mm-hmm. and a 40 foot high cylinder. Each creature in the cylinder must make a dexterity saving throw. You guys are very confident that nothing else bad is going to happen today. <laughs> well, I still got another fourth level spell slot. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, I'd like to think that her ice storm um, ice crystals kind of look like purpley blue crystals. Okay. Like the ones that she has, that she casts with. Yeah. Um, Okay, and you said it was a save on their behalf? Yep, okay. so it's a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, nat 20. So six bludgeoning damage, eight cold damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, after your uh, attention has uh, moved on from the Noel boss that was being demolished in that pit, you all look up and see this sort of uh, small creature on the horizon that is sort of disappearing out of your eyesight, and then all of a sudden you see this... Uh, haze of of purple crystals start to form uh, in the air above it and then start to pelt downwards and uh, you see the knoll take one in the head and gets knocked off its warg and then it stands up and tries to walk away and gets knocked to the ground and then you see it raise one hand in the air to try to keep crawling and then it gets smashed by a giant crystal and then it just lays down dead Wow! Um, and then hailstones will be continuing to be in effect until the end of my next turn even though we killed everybody All right. Just for future reference. Yeah. Uh, so all of your assailants uh, are dead on the ground. No. Good work, curse breakers. And that's how you don't let them get away. And Holly is standing on the wagon with her hands on her hips. <laughs> Snack approaches too. Not so funny now, is it? <laughs> Did we really have to kill them? I think they may have been nice if maybe they... Tibio, my dear, not everyone is nice, especially out in the wilds. I just, I just think that maybe we should have, maybe, I don't know, maybe we could not keep them alive. Yeah, no, this, this stuff kind of happens a lot around here. Some creatures are just inherently evil. It's not worth taking chances. I don't believe that, but... Do you want to have, like, a burial service for them? Well, we can bury them in this big hole that we have to now cover up to get our wagon around. <laughs> maybe, yes, I think it would be good to... Give them a burial and... I don't know. Can we bring one back to life and interrogate it? I could. Why? Maybe they were sent by Joe. Uli, you kind of know the wildlife around here. Knolls are pretty common, right? Yeah, this is your typical fare when you get out here. Okay, maybe they were not sent by Joe. Uh, Tibio, you can also see getting close to some of these corpses. Uh, Knolls, um, they tend to make fetishes of bones. Uh, so a lot of them have like bandoliers of like bones of small animals. Okay. Um, the way they do it, though, it's it's very, um, <clears throat> very savage and very disrespectful. A lot of the bones are broken. It's usually like trophy kills and things like that. Okay. And so it's like a bunch of like cracked skulls in their armor and things like that. Um, wow, this is so cool. This is just like you, Tibio. Oh, this is not like me at all, Snack. Yes. Please step away. And I get um, closer to the bones, and I try to get a feel for if any of them belong to people. Yeah, some of them do, for sure. Okay. I gag a little bit, but I get closer, and I like try to get the ones that are people bones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I keep those separate, and then I say, okay, we can bury them now. Yeah, you, you take this like leather uh, bracelet that is sort of framed by two uh, finger bones that are definitely from one person. Is it people leather? No. <laughs> <laughs> the bracelet's probably stolen itself. Most of Noel possessions are just stolen people things. I, yeah, I keep the bracelet intending to 
I don't know, do some sort of ritual to cleanse it and then mm. find that a burial as well. Okay. So, Uli, it's it's not going to be long now until you guys are on the giant open gates of Hogwild with people just, like, whooping and hollering and drinking from 7 a.m. to, to 2 a.m. every day. Mm. Yeah. Uh, j- before we go in, this place is kind of... Awesome. Yeah. This is the best town we've been to. It's kind of like a constant party. Um, my brother owns one of the taverns here, and it's it's a lot. If if that's what you're into, we can go. I'm gonna disguise myself, maybe for a little bit. I I don't. I'm not ready to see anyone yet. But Uli, isn't it better to rip off the bandage, Uli? You knew this whole time you were coming back to your hometown, and I think Tibio's right. Deep down, you know it's time, and we're here to support you, so we'll be your disguise. You don't need an actual disguise. We'll protect you and make sure that if your family is being jerks, we'll get you out of there ASAP. Well, don't say I didn't warn you. Uli, even I had to wear a disguise when I was cursed in my hometown. I forgot about it. And it was beautiful. <laughs> Bertoli. Bertoli was a great disguise. Um, I don't I don't know that my family would fall for that. I think I can handle it with you guys at my back. Maybe. Yes! Holly uh, goes up for a high five with Uli. I begrudgingly give you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't see this going well. Uh, maybe we need a code word. Fireball. See, okay, I like that, except I think I might be a little emotionally compromised, and I'm worried that I will accidentally cast one by saying it. Uh, what about something less dangerous, uh, like pomplemousse? Pomplemousse? Uh, that is close, yes. Okay, yeah, I don't know what that is, but... Sure. Okay. Pomplemousse. Pomplemousse. <laughs> Papa Moose. Uli, before we venture further, um, you mentioned your brother owns a bar at this place, a pub. Yeah. What is it called? So we can avoid it. Yeah, he, he owns a tavern called the Hair of the Hog. Mm, very is this clever name? Is this the same brother whose uh, brew we had back in Lamplight? Yeah, that's Benth. He's he's really good at that. Uh, Carl poofs back into existence, and he says, uh, what did I miss? Well, um, there were a couple of explosions, a fireball, uh, a couple earth eruptions, and some crystals that are melting. He looks at the destroyed ground where the erupting earth went off, and then he looks ahead at the destroyed ground where the hailstones had pelted. <laughs> and he says, how are we getting through? Well, just slow us down a little bit. Yeah, he you can handle this. Looks at all the like churned dirt and stones and uneven ground, and he says, "I'm not breaking a hoof over this." <laughs> Does this help? And I cast uh, create water and make um, thirty gallons of water appear on the ground where it's all yeah, <laughs> it's so just mud. You create like a mud pit, and he looks at you and he says, "No, I can't take it back that well." Hmm. Okay, here's what we do. We need to shrink it down, shrinky dink. Carl, you can just pop away for a little bit. And uh, we <laughs> bring it across. Will one of you uh, reduce it? Yeah, I got this. Um, Holly casts reduce on the wagon. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's like a little child's train set. I pick it up mm-hmm. and I dimension door. Okay. All the way across the train. Yeah. Why are you dimension dooring? Oh, she's gone. <laughs> because I'm not going to walk across that. He made it a mud field. Okay. Snack is in the mud right now. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Uli, you appear uh, well beyond the mud pit, well beyond the hailstones further down the road. And uh, where you reappear is near a crossroads. Uh, it's kind of the last feature that you remember seeing before it gets to Hogwild. Uh, if you take the offshoot road, it would lead to your parents' estate. Okay, so it's like a, a, a fork. three fork. Just two. Two? No, I mean like it's a There's three, three roads total. meet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to set the cart down. What? <laughs> Nothing. <I> just... <laughs> there was a total disconnect on what you guys were talking yeah, about for like, a second. I guess you could call it three roads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we came up one road, and then it diverges twice. 
right. But usually you don't talk about the road you're already on. But I'm standing on it. <laughs> it was just a Maggie's mind moment that yeah. we all got to see in. Fork. Okay, yeah. Robert Frost. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Maggie, is this a twerk or a thork? <laughs> I'm sorry, thwork. Freak. Fork. DM has Freak. left the table. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is I have to cut this because nobody is going to side with Maggie. <laughs> I don't care. Someone on the internet will side with me. Ridiculous perspective. (laughs) Don't dare cut this. Um, I put it down and wait for it to enlarge itself. Yeah. Do we cross the hole now? Yes. You guys are all past it. No problem. Um, Carl's back. Well, we go this way and not at all the other way. Uh, What is the other way? Not nothing important. Okay. What about the sign that says? Ness estate? estate? What does this say? And Holly like moves some ivy from a sign on the side of the road and says, <laughs> Ness, Ness estate. estate. Oh, you know, there's there's a lot of us out here. I, it could be anyone. Oh, is that some of the extended family? Yeah. Also estate, fancy pants. Yeah, here it's okay. All right, let's go. Uh, you approach the uh, the typically wide open uh, wooden palisades of Hogwild, and you see that they're actually shut this time. And uh, you can hear from somewhere inside the town uh, this distant voice that's just uh, shouting to another. You can hear uh, one voice that's uh, calling most of the shots. Not near the water tower. We got to keep them down. Come on, come on, over here. Come on, come on. And then you hear somebody else say, "We've got them." Do they sound familiar? Yes. Oh, okay. Are there like cracks in the palisades? Can I like look through? Um, yeah. Okay, I do that. Yeah, you uh, look through a little uh, gap uh, just big enough to form a little peephole, and you see your brother, Benth, uh, run across your field of vision, uh, chasing what looks like a knoll down an alleyway. (sighs) There's more knolls, guys. More knolls? Inside? Why would they close them in? Well, I assume to keep more from getting in. I don't know. But to keep them from escaping? Do we need to help? I mean, they probably got this. Well, we might as well. Maybe that is a good first impression, is to help with our knoll problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. How do we get in this place, though? The door's closed. Um... Hmm. Our greatest mystery yet. I would know that, right? Um, I mean, it's just like a big portcullis that opens like a garage door. Mm. It doesn't go straight up. It, like, folds Mm -hmm. upwards. Okay. I mean, usually someone inside opens it, but we could try and push it up. I'll try to do that. I'll just, like, shove at it, see if it moves. Uh, so it would be a pull instead of a shove, actually. It, it, it opens outward. Damn it. I just, <laughs> I just pushed on a pull door <laughs> in front of my family. Uh, okay. Yeah, we might have to get someone to let us in. So wait, Uli pushes the pull door and says, nope, it's stuck. <laughs> Can someone, uh, Mr. Step through there? Well, Holly has experience with making doors small. I, I mean, let's not bother. We can just keep traveling. I missed you step. Okay. Yeah, you use that peephole to like see through to the other side. And uh, when you get there, you can see uh, two half-orcs, a little bit older than Uli each, um, are chasing a knoll down an alleyway. Um, Neither of them have weapons. Uh, the knoll uh, seems to be quite scared. Okay. I look around for the way to open the door. Uh, yeah, you can see like a giant winch with a big rope. Okay. I'm going to make that go. <laughs> uh, give me a uh, athletics. Um, Snack will fly over and attempt to help. 19. Uh, yeah, uh, Tibio's got a pretty good handle on it, actually, Snack. Uh, when you fly to the other side, you see... Uh, a little bit of sweat start to form on Tibio's head as he uh, single-handedly uh, pulls the winch to draw the gate open. If you have the right lever... I just am using bones. <laughs> yeah, you can see that like, Tibio's using his bones as like stakes to like hold his position as he like moves forward. Yeah. Well done. Hello! Hello! The gate opens up and Tibio locks it into place so that the rest of you can get inside. At that moment, you see uh, Barrett and Benth uh, run around the corner of this alleyway chasing a knoll. And Benth just picks up a rock and chucks it at the knoll as it's continuing to run out of there. You hear Benth just say, And stay out! And he looks up at you and he says, Welcome to Hogwai! Hey, hey! (laughs) I don't know where to put my arms. (laughs) And I just... No way! 
Hey, welcome, welcome home. No, that's stupid. <laughs> no, that's nope. perfect. Keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> welcome home, me. <laughs> it it works for the flavor, I guess. Ben says you came back for the reunion. Yep, yep. That's why I'm here. After what six, eight years? How long has it been? It's been a while. Hi, Benth. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Barrett. Uli. Uh, sorry that we opened your door without permission, but no one answered and we needed to come inside. Um, Ben, we have had your ale and it was very good. He, uh, walks towards you. Um, you can see that Ben has a bit of, uh, bit of attitude, bit of swagger. Um, he jauntily moves towards you, Tibio, and extends a hand and he says, Now that's how you make an introduction. Um, <laughs> what brew did you have? I don't know at all. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure it was gold no matter what it was. He uh, looks up at Barrett, and Barrett looks down, and he says, Skeleton. And Bent says, yeah, and he kind of like moves on to the next one. Um, he says, all right, and a, uh, what do we got here? Dragon? Soon to be dragon, yes. Dragon on the way, not bad. And he gives you like a little punch on the shoulder. Mm. Uh, looks up at uh, Holly and Bert, and he says, couple of normal-looking folk. What are your names? Uh, Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon at your service. You got a little nice little mustache starting there. You should see it when it's fully grown. It's right here. (laughs) 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 And puts it back in his lamp. What? (laughs) Um, And uh, ma'am, pleased to make your acquaintance. Holly Hyacinth, pleasure's mine. And Barrett says, proper. Ben says, yeah, 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 all right. Uh, Uli, is this your new fit? Friends? Yep. Friends, adventuring companions. Adventuring companions. Yeah. So, adventuring, huh? Yes, Uli is a hero. She saved the city of Tiltree. They look at each other, and Barrett says, Hero. I puff up my chest a little bit. <laughs> it ain't no little... lie. You can read all about it right here. Uh, Barrett says, No. Um, <laughs> we don't fucking read here they say well um i'm super glad that you all are here uli i'm glad that you could make it i'm glad that you felt like you wanted to bring your friends it's it's good to have you you know i mean mom still sets a place for you at the table every night it's uh Aww. Mm, don't say that. <laughs> that's so cute but it's good to see that you'll finally be taking her up on it uh, the reunion actually isn't until tomorrow, so you're a little bit early, but that's probably for the better. We've had a really terrible time putting it all together. Thank God I thought he was going to say it was Sunday. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> shit, right? I was like, it's in an hour. <laughs> it's uh, probably a good thing that you guys showed up early. Um, we need some help getting stuff together for this year's festival. Um, these knolls have really given us a shitty couple of weeks here. We can't get anything together. Any of the food, the decorations, nothing. They keep stealing everything. Oh my gosh, we had to deal with some gnolls on the road here. They were just vicious. Hey, thanks. That means we don't have to deal with them now. Yeah, it wasn't really that difficult. Uh, Just a question, just to confirm. Um, These are like large vermin. They are not like people... Right? I don't understand the distinction you were saying to me. <laughs> well, Snack, I was not asking you. Gnolls hmm. are uh, inherently evil. They're actually born from some pretty sick stuff. It's when these uh, hyenas... I don't know if we need to know about <laughs> that. Tibby was looking more and more distressed as, <laughs> as he's talking about it. Uh, Barrett just says, they've eaten human flesh. Oh. And Ben says, yeah, that's the long and short of it. Okay, I guess then it is okay that we are putting them down. It is for oh, the best. Yeah, they kill and steal on the daily. Don't lose sleep over it. I guess. Tibbs, I did tell you that. I know, but I just wanted just wanted to be sure. Well, anyway, we've had our fair share of uh, strange visitors recently, but uh, you guys are a welcome face. Um, I'm hoping you can help us uh, get some things together uh, in the next day or so Ooh, uh, like a scavenger hunt kind of <laughs> we need food 
We need a big fire. 14 parchment. <laughs> you need to kill 30 gnolls. 18 quail. <laughs> we need to put together a big party in a short amount of time. Well, that sounds like a job for this adventuring party group. Uh, yes, we are happy to help. We are, we are invading your space, so it is the least we could do. They don't call it a party for nothing. And then she nudges one of the brothers that are whoever's closest to her. It's, it's Baron, and he says, yeah. <laughs> Holly winks at him. Say, uh, he looks away from you and just stares at the floor. <laughs> <clears throat> do you think Mom needs any help? You mean you didn't stop by to see her first? I kind of wanted to test the waters. He goes, ooh, bad move. Bad move. <laughs> well... It's not like I've never heard her before, so... This was the first place we came to. Was there another place we should have gone? Yeah. Our parents live pretty close to here, and it's been a long time, like, a long time since Uli's seen our parents, and I know they'd like to. But, hey, you've got tonight, you've got tomorrow morning, and you've got plenty of time. We just need some of you to help us prepare the food and to also play keep away with these gnolls. Well, I'm an expert at brunch, um, but I can try to help with some of the other food. We can do brunch food. I have express interest in slaughtering gnolls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to keep you at the front gate then. How's that sound? Yes. I feel like you and Barrett are going to get along pretty well. Mm-hmm. Barrett says, hmm. <laughs> 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 um, that's not the only thing we got to worry about. Um, Things have been a little weird around here lately, and uh, local law enforcement has gotten really in the way. Uh, just try to avoid him as best you can. It's that guy over there. And uh, he points over to an Aarakocra uh, that is uh, leaning against a large timber and kind of like side-eyes all of you. It's wearing like a long duster, and it's got this big hat on that kind of covers its eyes. And then uh, you see its big taloned feet um, scrape into the dirt and start to walk towards you guys, and it's kicking up little plumes of dust as it gets closer. Does he side-eye because he's a bird? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Aracopra. <laughs> <laughs> this Aracopra also has uh, these, like, spiked steel caps on the back of its talons that make this, like, clanging sound when it walks. And so you can see it, like, walking through the dirt, kicking up little plumes as it moves towards you with this, like, ting, ting, ting. And uh, it's got this hat uh, low over its eyes, and then it looks up at each of you and says, New around here, ain't you? Uh, yes, uh, my name is TBOFMR. It is nice to meet you. It uh, lifts a uh, cigarette to its beak and takes a long drag and then throws it on the ground and says, You can call me Law. Is, is that your name? It is indeed. And if you intend to get in Law's way, well, I recommend you don't. We would never get in the Law's way. Don't you worry. And then Holly, like, pushes the newspaper Bert was holding earlier just further down <laughs> in his pack. <laughs> I, I can tell I'm going to have a problem with that guy. Well, I appreciate the imagery, sir. Uh, ben leans over and says, most of the Nisses have a problem with that guy. Yeah. And uh, you can see Law uh, turn away from each of you, and he seems to be waiting for the wind to catch his duster. And when it does, he's like, all right. And then he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and when he gets some distance, he just looks up in the air and goes, Law! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you can see why we're having a rough go. Between getting our stuff stolen and having a constant stick in the mud within city limits, it's been tough. But, Uli, I think with you here and with your friends here, I think we can make a real party of it. Yeah, I'm, you know me. My middle name is Party. I did not know that. That is very nice. <laughs> Bear, Bear it's goes, not really. Her middle name is Clarissa. <laughs> what? It's not. Wow. He's joking. Wow. It's definitely Hello, not. Noted. Clarissa. <laughs> Only Clarissa knows. <laughs> It's a, it's a family name. My dad's mom. I go by Uli for a reason. Because it's your first name? <laughs> <laughs> Uli. I am confused. Uh, is it when you are done with your first name that you go to your second name then? 
That's wow. exactly how it works, Snack. Um, I, she might be almost done with her first name, so we better start calling her Cla- Clarissa. Please don't. I see. It's I, probably time to start thinking about your middle name, Snack. Yeah, do you have... Um... Yeah, I, Snack has much utility still. He already has... It's the... Snack the kobold. Yeah, yeah, mm, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm glad we, we solved that mystery. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, please rein us in. Mr. Niss. Uh, Barrett and Ben both go. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I may not be able to slaughter your gnolls today. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, you guys have traveled a long way, right? It's, right. It's fine. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Take a load off. We can deal with the party prep tomorrow. Of course. Uh, Benth, my good man, uh, I'd be happy to know about some of the other strange visitors who have come into town lately. Any, uh, merchant types maybe hawking some magic items? Um, yeah, a little bit of that. Um, we've actually got somebody in custody right now. Did you want to talk to them? Who is it? If law will allow it. They're being uncooperative. Do you know their name? Yeah, um... They just said their name was Dave. <gasps> oh, shit. Um, Dave is here. Uh, That's great. Dave is actually a friend of ours. Oh, do you know him? Oh, he's a really good friend of Uli's, actually. No, no. We're he's just like acquaintances. a very good friend Some of, of us Uli. know no. him very well, yeah. I believe Uli once had a tattoo that... No, I didn't. Was Dave-related. <laughs> Dave adjacent. Dave adjacent. <laughs> If he got in trouble, it was because he was trying to find his brother. Yeah, he's been talking a lot about that. We didn't know what to make of it. Um, We haven't seen another Minotaur around here at all, but he seemed to be pretty damn certain that they were here. They probably wouldn't look like a Minotaur. That's why we were confused. Well, anyway, yeah, why don't we go talk to him? Yes, we can talk to Dave for you. Yes, you can You can talk to Dave for me. You'll have to get Law to go bring you back to the cells. Okay. Who approaches Law? He went back to leaning against the wall. I approach tower. Law. Okay. Snack follows closely behind. Uh, for some reason, whenever you get close to Law, like you can just hear like the wind blow <laughs> and like dust kind of kick up. <laughs> and it's distant like... Law looks up at you, takes a cigarette out of his mouth, and throws it on the ground. And he says, <laughs> what do y'all need? Um, hello, Monsieur Law. Uh, I was hoping that I could talk to a prisoner that you have recently acquired by the name of uh, Dev. Hmm. One of my top suspects. What do you want with him? Uh, we know him from our previous travels, and we think that we could help you get information out of him and clear his name of any wrongdoing. Hmm. Sounds like a win-win. Let's do it. And he uh, leads you back to the cells. Uh, Does the rest of the party catch up with you? Yes. Well, I I can only speak for myself. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with. He, uh, leads you into this, like, long, narrow hall with a few, um, uh, cells in there. You see a, uh, an emaciated knoll in one of them that just kind of, like, laughs as you walk by, and then you go down a few yeah. empty cells and then see Dave at the end, um, who is, uh, sitting just, like, cross-legged in, like, a sun sunspot in the middle of the cell, <laughs> and he opens one eye from his meditation, looks at you, and he says, hmm, about time I saw some reason. <laughs> uh, bonjour, Dave, how are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. I've been treated better. And he stares up at Law, and Law, like, pretends like he wasn't looking. Uh, why are you in a cell? I may have gotten a little boisterous about wanting to see my brother and being certain that he was here, but he's not. Uh, yes, we've also been trailing him and Joe. Yeah, I've, uh, noticed a, uh, steady stream of cursed items and... Foul happenings on the way out here. Yes, we uh, we managed to remove the curses from some of these items as we were going. Um, but yes, we are still tracking them as well because we would like to remove those curses. Good. Any sign of Joe for you? Only We only found that he was heading east and that led us here. Well, there is the assassin too. Oh, yes. An assassin? 
He attacked Snack. Oh, it was a snack attack. <laughs> Not a very good one, it seems. Yes, they always happen at the middle of the night, too. <laughs> I'm glad to see you're all still alive and that you're willing to help. Um, first order of business, he looks up at Law. Can I please get out of this cell? And Law says, I've got it on good authority that you're not bad people, but you mind my words, I got my eye on you, cowboy. Ooh. Oh my god. Rude. <laughs> he uh, unlocks the cell, makes a rusty creak as he opens it up, and Dave steps out. He says, ah, sweet freedom. And uh, walks outside with all of you. I pull Dave off to the side. Oh, ow. Shut up, Holly. <laughs> okay, everyone, this way. Leave them alone. <clears throat> Holly ushers everyone away. <laughs> hey, Dave. Um, so, I don't know. How if... are you? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You're, you're, yeah. you look fine. Um. Thanks. <laughs> so, <I'm>... no. <laughs> I just, I have something to say. Okay. Um, my entire family lives in this town. And I was hoping you would not talk about all of this. Just don't, don't make it weird for me. Please. Oh, I, I understand that would be weird for you. I'll, uh. I'll keep to myself. No, no, you don't. You can interact, just... Uli, I'm an adult. It, it's fine. I just haven't... I haven't seen them in a long time, and I don't... <sighs> I didn't expect to be here, and I, I'm he, not really... He puts an arm on your shoulder, and he says, Uli, you, you deal with your family however you need to. You just... This... And he gestures between the two of you, and he's like, We'll deal with this later. Thanks, Dave. You're good people. Uh, you can see in his eyes that he's like thinking about leaning in for a kiss. Mm. <laughs> I punch him on the arm in a friendly and brotherly manner. Good, good. Yep. Uh, I'll see you around. Uh, you're welcome to come to the reunion party tomorrow. It's the whole, the whole town. Just don't say anything weird. Okay? Yeah. I've but like you can meet everyone. Good things. The, the, uh, the festival, right? Wild out? It's yeah, gonna be the, great. What? Well, <laughs> I haven't been to one of these in a while, but I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. Yep, T they tend to be, <laughs> by definition. Um, thanks for being understanding. All right, see ya. He's like still trying to formulate a response when you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> um, as we're leaving, I want to stop by Law. Yeah. Uh. I appreciate your time and your effort, Monsieur Law, and I hope that we can be of further assistance to you in uh, keeping this wonderful town safe. You know a bird's eyes are 20 times stronger than a regular person's eyes? I did know that! I can see those bones under your robes. Ye yes I know that you're a skeleton man. <laughs> I, I mean, it is not a secret. And I open up my trench cloak a little bit and show him that. His I'm eyes in. get even wider and he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um. Not a secret. Well, I've never seen nothing like that. Oh, I, that is surprising. There are so many raven and ravenkin near my home. I, hey! I, I ain't no raven. Oh, I apologize. I did not mean to offend. What is he, though? What kind of bird is he? I'm, I was thinking he's an eagle. Is he's a cardinal. A cardinal. Uh, I was thinking hawk, but... Yeah, I kind of like hawk. Some or falcon or something. Okay, then we have to retcon when I asked if the eyes were on the side of his head. Because well, if he's right. a bird of prey, they'd be at the front. That's right. Mm. I don't think anybody's going to be like, um, excuse no. fucking me. He's a cop. <laughs> yeah, he is a hawk. Do you expect me to believe <laughs> that this yeah. bird of prey, Aarakocra, has eyes on the side of his head? <laughs> um, actually, you can't cast Shocking Grasp through a yeah. pipe. We like our semantics when we like them. Yeah. <laughs> and no one else can tell us differently. Not even Tim. Hmm. 
Tibby, are you done speaking with Lao? Because I want to turn. Uh, both of you make a perception check. Eight. Seventeen. Tibby, you can tell that as soon as Snack turns around and walks away from Law, that Law locks his vision on Snack and starts moving his head on a gimbal and just like stares straight at Snack and gets like really tense. And you can tell that he is going into like predatory mode when he sees Snack's tail. Um, I step into his line of sight. He blinks hard and looks at you and he says, What? Uh, are you okay? Yeah, I just following the clues. I mean, I got excited. Never mind, don't tell anybody. And he like walks away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we going to get to this family? Yes, please. Uh, yeah, are you going to the Nis homestead? I I feel like I should. Okay. Um, you approach the Nis household. All right, Uli, are, are you ready for this? This is a big moment for you. Not at all. You all approach a, uh, it is a two-story building. Uh, it is quite wide, sprawling, uh, well-kept. Um, approaching it is a, a, a long dirt road that have these evenly spaced trees and a big, huge front lawn. Um, it's, it's still what you would call quaint in terms of its... Um, Material? Yeah, it's material, it's overall appearance and build. Uh, it doesn't try to make a big deal out of itself, but it is a large home for a large family. And uh, um, it looks like it's got somebody around the house who um, likes to uh, keep up with restorations and also make uh, a, a fun and uh, hospitable atmosphere. There's like a, a like a tire swing out front and like some nice signage for like the Nis like family home. Cool. And these kinds of things. I have a yeah. question. Is this more in the forest or is it like... In the forest. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was It's like... not in Hogwild at all. I walk up to the front door uh, and I knock on it. Um, and then I wipe my sweaty palms on my legs. Yeah. Uh, coming around the side of the house is uh, Viri. Uh, she's carrying two huge buckets of water. And then when she sees you, she drops both of them and, like, sprints towards you and gives you a big hug. And at that very moment, the front door opens, and uh, you see your uh, mother and father standing right next to each other. And uh, your father just, like, gives this huge smirk, and your mother, like, noiselessly pours herself over you and just hugs you and doesn't let go of you. Oh. I pat her on the back, and I say, hey, mama. And, uh... The rest of you can see from behind, uh, Uli's father, a human, is uh, smirking in the doorframe. Uh, Uli's mother, an orc, uh, is wrapping her arms around Uli, and you can see her veins, like, flexing out as she squeezes Uli as hard as she can. Hey, gotta let, let up. I can't breathe. Mom. <clears throat> let her go, dear. And uh, Uli's father reaches forward and gives her a hug and kind of pries Uli's mom away from her. And then you hear from deeper inside the house... Well, look who it is. Fuck. <laughs> and uh, parting Mama and Papa is a much larger, much taller, much more scarred and tattooed half-orc that says, Little sister! He leans towards you, grabs you by the wrist, and yanks you in before you've had a moment to even understand what's <laughs> going on. Uh, but uh, Dor is giving you the most competitive hug you've ever felt. <laughs> and... I hug back as tight as I can. Okay. Counter hug. Roll a contested grapple check. Uh, I rolled, I got, I got a six. <laughs> uh, Dora is sitting on a 16. Uh, so he like holds you tight and he's like, what's wrong? Uh, <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. Okay, you win. Uh, what, can't break out? You know I can't. Come on. Dora, please. Little magic girl, you got this. I'm, like, trying to kidney punch him. <laughs> Uli, he did say that you are a magic girl. Why don't you use magic? He uh, looks at the rest of you, and he says, Oh, here it comes. I enlarge myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you break his grapple almost immediately as he can't uh, restrain the growth of your frame. And then I put him in a headlock because I'm so much bigger now. <laughs> um, do you want to go inside or outside because you're in the door frame? Outside. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You take him outside onto the porch and then out and then out onto the front lawn and you've got him in a headlock. You are now, you know, twice his size and uh, he's just going, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. 
Doesn't feel so good, does it? Make a contested grapple check again, except you've got advantage this time. Okay. A natural 20. Damn. <laughs> okay. So he does this move where he like runs forward, like trying to get momentum into his legs. And then he's trying to like flip backwards and take you with him. But you're so much bigger than he is. I just lower my center of gravity. Yeah. So when he kicks his legs up, you just send him straight to the ground. And everybody just sees this big plume of dirt go out underneath him. And he goes. <coughs> I would like to drop the enlarge and just like kneel one knee onto his chest. Okay. And he says, yeah, you got it. Don't think you can win so easily now. Make a third contested grapple check. Another natural 20. Damn. Fuck yes. <laughs> okay. So he, one more and he's dead. He, uh, <laughs> I just never have rolled a crit this entire campaign. And like when it matters most to my character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. um, so he is like laying on the ground with your knee on his chest. And he holds up a hand to be like, hey, help me up. It's over now. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you grab his hand, he yanks you and tries to like judo you back onto the ground. But you see it coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. What do you do to him? I like somehow twist his arm behind his back and like shove his face into the dirt. Yeah, yeah. So he just like pulls on you and uh, you just sort of take his arm uh, under your arm and shove his face into the dirt. And he goes, <laughs> what spell is that? Uh, I don't need a spell to beat you. Not anymore. Stop underestimating me. And then I get off of him and I walk back into the house. Your mom follows you into the house and you all just hear, welcome home. And uh, Uli's father looks out at the rest of you and says, welcome home. <laughs>